Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and ClearVista Financial are not affiliated. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Welcome, everyone, to the Spend Life Well Show. I'm Certified Kingdom Advisor Mark Trice. I'm in the studio today with fellow financial professional Jesse Hamilton. Hey, Mark. How's it going? Going well. Hey, we're in the middle of fall. And of course, on the Spend Life Well Show, we talk about financial topics and how we apply biblical wisdom to that. A little bit different uh, workshop today or, or seminar today. What are, what are we doing here? Are we, we're recording a podcast. podcast. That's what we're doing. That's it. We did a webinar last night, so I'm a little confused and a little <laughs> um, uh, confused about what we're doing here. But this is the Spend Life Well Show. Glad you've chosen to join us today or take a few minutes to, to listen. We are today talking about seven financial habits to incorporate into your life this fall. Right. So we got the weather changing the leaves are changing all the grass died in like july so that's not changing but no um it's just dormant it didn't die it's just dormant and <laughs> dormant if it rains grass. finally then it'll be okay right all right so seven so with the changing seasons you know we always pull out our our fall clothes maybe we wear darker darker things or things like that we right. may even pull out a sweater or two Right. Uh, if you're a Taylor Swift fan, it's a, what, a cardigan or something like That's that? It. That's what she wears. Way to go, Mark. Uh, you know, I'm trying to be hip here. <laughs> uh, so uh, with the changing season, also en- embrace financial changes in the season. So, right. This is a big time for people psychologically to change. Like you said, they're changing their outfits. Why not change uh, parts of your financial life? So yeah, you know, revisit things that might have maybe you failed to do in the summer, or maybe your budget was destroyed all summer, and then this is a good time to reevaluate. Right, because the fall is always a good time. You know, you got, you're got you going back to school, you know, you're coming away from summer vacation, like you said. That's right. It's a good time to focus on it. So we're going to talk about seven essential fall financial habits right? that we can talk about. Habit number one, Jesse, is revise your budget for the season. Exactly. So hopefully we're approaching some normalcy. Um, we have kids in school, and maybe some more, I don't know, meals at home or scheduling out meals, that kind of thing. That can help with the budget, but... I'm I'm envisioning the first really good cold snap that we have that will make some chili or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I hate to break it to you. We already did that, even though it's not super cold. Okay. All right. Well, you're a little strange, but that's okay. You know, (laughs) I like to have chili when it's cold. Yeah. Are you a beans or no beans? Beans. Okay, because I don't think you can have chili without beans. I agree. Yeah, so it's a, it's a debate. Uh, we encourage you to send in your comments about beans or no beans in your chili. <laughs> send that to info at clearvistafinancial.com, um, or you can just uh, call us anytime in the office. It, so, it was on my mind, Mark, because I heard of a friend of mine who has a family of five, and they do a scheduled meal every day of the week. So it's like marinara Monday, taco Tuesday. It's the same every week. And oh. I don't necessarily recommend that if you want variety in your diet, but well, it's a, it's I a mean, creative we're, idea. We're a little bit crazier in our house. We okay. actually will have uh, hamburger Saturdays. Now, you can't rhyme that with anything, but you know we, we have hamburger Saturdays. And that's just something that my wife started when she was a child, and we continue that on. Mm-hmm. In our marriage as well. So on, on Saturdays, guess what? We're grilling hamburgers. Right. Well, in Texas, your AC bill might be going down a little bit, which is yeah. nice. Yeah. We might even be able to open the windows and not turn on the air. That's and, right. Uh, but you also might be turning on the heat a little bit at night. 
So we want to account for those changes or fluctuations in your budget. And some other things that are coming up. Guess what? Christmas is around the corner. Mm -hmm. Or if you're a big Halloween uh, aficionado, uh, which we in our family are not, but some people go all out for Halloween. You know, those are things you want to account for in your right. expenses and things. But there's other automobile things and autumn-related things like your cars. You know, if you're living in a part of the country that actually gets snow, we will, probably won't get it here because every one time. Yeah, you've got to make some adjustments. But I remember when I lived in the Northeast and when I lived in Colorado, people were telling me that you you wanted to have a, some, a pair, a set of winter tires for mm -hmm. snow. So That's important. All those things may be expenses. It's a good time to take a look at the budget, try to anticipate the future for the rest of the uh, remainder of the year, holiday expenses and things like that, right. and prepare that and put them in your budget. Because believe it or not, Christmas comes around once every 365 days of the year. That's or, right. And we want to make sure that we're accounting for that. What's habit number two, Jesse? So audit and optimize your subscriptions. This is a a very relevant part of our world. Um, a lot of our services come via subscriptions, talking about videos, Prime, whatever, Netflix, whatever you do, you probably pay monthly on it. So it's a good time to check out your bank statement and see where those $10, $20, $30 payments are going and if you're using them. Yeah, <laughs> we did this audit in our house uh, back in the summertime. Okay. And and finally, I just had to tell the kids, sorry guys, you you haven't even turned on the, I'll just give a subscription, Disney Plus um, in three months. We're not going to keep that. Mm -hmm. Now, I know all the Star Wars stuff is on there, so we're probably turning it on once a day. Yeah. But, you know, as an example, check those subscriptions. Even magazine or newspaper subscriptions, do you actually read the paper mm -hmm. anymore? You want to make sure that you're still using those things, and it's a good time to wean out those things that you're paying for that you don't use that often. Big one for me that I just canceled. It's kind of sad. I'm not a big gamer, but during the pandemic, I bought a, a high-level gaming subscription to log in with all my friends and play games, and I just haven't been doing it a lot lately, so I thought it was a good time to cut it. It's time to let it go, Jesse. Yeah. Just let it go, like the like the Frozen song goes, <laughs> whatever, let it go. So many Disney references. Let it go. Yeah, I'm not promoting <laughs> Disney at all. Uh, especially this is a faith-based finance class, uh, finance uh, webinar. or po What are we doing, a podcast? Podcast. Yeah. I'll get it right today, folks, some point <laughs> online. But yeah, we just need to let it go, and that's what we should do there. So make sure you're, you're looking up subscriptions. See if you use them, because you know it's it's you can't cancel it after the fact, after you've been built. So that's right. Depending on what cycle you're on, whether it be monthly, quarterly, or yearly, you can take steps to get rid of those subscriptions that we don't use that often. Habit number three. Let's talk about this, Jesse. What's habit number three? Prepare your finances for year end. Ah, so yes. Talk about the significance. You know, we're, we're talking about important things happening at the end of the year. You might want to revisit your savings goals or um, yeah, max out your four hundred one k contributions. Max out your four hundred one k. Those are great. And if you don't know what those are, give us a call. We'll tell you what the IRS limits are for everything. Yeah, many of us have HSA contributions that we can make, or mm -hmm. um, uh, I'm drawing I'm drawing a blank on the name of the accounts, but the the, the things you set aside for uh, medical expenses and things like that that you are on a yearly basis, you have to use them or lose them. Right. Uh, you want to check those things. You want to, like we said, make sure you're making the the contributions. We also look at opportunities for doing tax planning. If you're over the age of 70 and a half, 
We like to talk about qualified charitable distributions. Mm-hmm. All those things need to be done really before December. Um, I do want to point out we're having a 2023 year-end financial planning checklist coming up on November the 28th at 6 p.m. That's a webinar we'll do. You can register for that at clearvistafinancial.com forward slash events. Yeah, we're looking forward to that, and hopefully it provides practical information to everybody who joins. Habit number four is fall cleaning for financial clutter. Yes, this kind of goes along one of the habits earlier, but we want to declutter our financial lives. And it's amazing, Mark, how tied our financial lives can really be to our mental health and our our mental lives. And so a, a decluttered financial life can lead to a decluttered mind, in my opinion. Yeah. And one example of this might be just simply your financial documents or accounts that you have. We oftentimes will see clients with a smattering of individual retirement accounts at five different institutions. Right. You can very easily combine those all into one. And a lot of times they don't realize that they don't really think about that too much because they were just talking to one person, they opened up an IRA, they talked to another person, they opened an IRA, and they can consolidate those things mm-hmm. that can reduce things. You can also reduce the amount of paper that you get too. That's right. So do you have a recommendation for people on how long they should keep paper? Well, I, and for me, I get all my records digitally. Okay. I can log in anytime and download a statement or anything. What I typically do, Jesse, is at the end of the year, I have my December 31st statement. I'll print that one out, put it in my folder for the tax year. Okay. So I have a copy of that with my tax files. Um, but otherwise, you can keep those on your computer you can uh, just simply log in and look at them. But a lot of financial institutions, especially custodians for investment accounts, are charging a fee for mailing you a piece of paper. Yes, we've seen that. There's another way to save a little money by doing that. So think about decluttering your financial life, organize mm-hmm. your accounts, statements, and so forth. Right. Habit number five, harvesting investment potential. I love the crossover here between fall, right? We're trying to harvest our, our crop and the same metaphor applies to the things that we're growing with our investments. That's right. You want to um, think about things that are p- paying a, a dividend, maybe, that if that's suitable for you or appropriate for you. Uh, I'm thinking about harvesting, and it pays dividends and plant seeds and stuff in the future. That's so, right. So make sure that you're looking at your investments. Are we taking advantage of what's going on in the markets right now? Uh, as we go into the fall harvest season, if you will. Right. And of course, if we're managing it for you, we're going to look at all these things on your behalf. But if you're a a semi-pro on your own, you're buying stocks, um, just review your portfolio or even share it with us. We'll give you some advice on it. Yeah, that's a good time to have a second opinion is in the fall, just to see how you're on track for your goals and so forth. Mm -hmm. Habit number six, Setting SMART, and SMART is an acronym. That's right. SMART um, goals for the season. Now, listeners, you may not know what SMART is, but it stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound Goals for the fall and near the end of the year. So that, that means setting goals for the future that are very defined and specific. I can measure them. I can achieve that, and if I need to talk to a financial advisor, I can help get help setting those goals. But you want to think about setting those SMART goals for the end of the year and going into next year. That's right. This can be big purchases or savings goals, retirement goals, really anything. Right. And then habit number seven, this is one we talk about a lot as it pertains to 
uh, biblical wisdom, and that's practicing gratitude that's right. in your finances. Uh, and and there is a significant scripture talks about a significant connection between gratitude and your financial well being. That's right. And this is a very challenging thing to do. I try to practice it as much as possible, but that I'm not saying it's easy because it's not. Well, and you know, and and uh, in the New Testament, Paul talks about being content in whatever situation that you're in. That's right. And we should be content with whatever situation we're in at the time doesn't prohibit us from setting those smart goals mm-hmm. for the future, but we should be, be gracious and thankful for what the Lord has blessed us with uh, during this time as well. And, in, you know, the fall season's a, kind of a time, there's a couple different holidays dealing with thanks and being thankful for things. So we just want to remind our listeners that's coming up. That's Maybe right. Maybe you should practice that gratitude for your finances during the fall season. And yeah. we're, we're the financial guys, and this is definitely crossing over into the spiritual side of things, but that's what we really like to talk about here, because they're both so important. Yeah, the Bible has over 2,000 verses dealing with money and possessions, as that's we right. said before, mm-hmm. and we think there's a lot of wisdom in Scripture to guide listeners uh, on their financial journey. Mm-hmm. Now, fall's not without its challenges, right? You know, um, we're, we, we tend to get even busier in the fall with trying to keep up with kids or grandkids, all the sporting events. Maybe you go follow college football and you want to go to a game or two, um, which means you could be spending more. Uh, and also, there's all sorts of challenges come around the holidays with increased stress. For uh, me, we we have so much, so many family members out of state that it's an elevated expense for us to travel and see them. And and the the best thing to try to minimize that financial stress is to make sure you have a spending plan in advance. Mm-hmm. If you stick to your guns, you're more likely to have less stress knowing that you're spending what you said you were going to spend. Yeah. It won't create a problem for you in the new year when all those bills come due. Mm -hmm. All right? So in summary, real quick, let's summarize those seven fall financial habits covered in the episode. Number one, revise your budget for the season. Number two, audit and optimize your subscriptions. Number three, prepare for your finances for the year end. Number four, fall cleaning for financial decluttering. Number five, har- harvest your investment potential. Make sure you're looking at your investments to see how, if they're on track. Number six, setting SMART, that's S-M-A-R-T, goals for the season. And number seven, practicing gratitude in your finances. Yep. You know, we, we just want to stress this time is a great time to, to look at your finances and, and reorganize them and so forth. We encourage you to start implementing some of these habits. And, you know, share your progress with us, with the podcast community, because we'll be glad. And you can make comments in the session there. You can like this video. You can also encourage you to share it. Uh, But, Jesse, as we wrap up, I just want to thank you for helping out today and being part of the the podcast. Uh, Listeners, we thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Spend Life Well Show. As I said, you know, subscribe to our channel so you can get alerts when we post a new video. Uh, leave us a review. We want to know how we're doing and what things you want to listen to. And of course, we love it when you share. Exactly. We, we would love to hear from you. And just thanks so much for being a part of our show. All right. Thanks. Until next time, you've been listening to the Spend Life Well Show.